You are now listening to FemRegard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm, Fem. Hey, Fem Fam. Welcome back. We have a little solo episode for you today because Carolina and I want to talk about our casting process for Sync. Um, so this is going to be focused on both like the side of casting, like as the casting director, as well as the actor, um, because we decided not to hire a casting director. So we're just doing it ourselves and have learned a lot in the process, (laughs) a lot of things to do and not to do. (laughs) Um, So we're just going to walk you through that. And then at the end of this episode, we'll be extending it for our Patreons of just literally like step-by-step process of how to put a breakdown out there. Um, so if you're interested in something like that, in exclusive content, mm-hmm. join us over at patreon.com slash femregard, and you can support us for as little as $5 a month and get all kinds of perks. Heck yeah. Um, thank you to everyone who has subscribed and please don't feel shy to, you know, reach out on, we have a community chat there. If there's topics that you'd like us to cover or questions you have, that is why we do Patreon. You know, we want to have as much, um, give you as much more information that we can. And that includes this process. So we're really excited to delve into the audition side of things. I think, um, it was really exciting. (laughs) I don't know if exciting, but it was great to hear Tessa say, wow, um, looking at all these breakdowns, I'm just like learning so much more as an actor as well. And I found that to be really interesting. And she's been really leading this process. So I'm going to kind of give her the mic um, to speak on all of that. But I can only imagine. I mean, that's kind of what we did in acting school is just watch people, you know, audition or do their um, do their takes. So you learn so much from it. And Another reason why we're not hiring a big casting director for this is because it is micro budget, it is small, and we just have a small, we have small extra roles left to, to cast. So small extra roles. That's not, that's not what I'm <laughs> There are no small roles, only small actors. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we have like secondary, I don't know what to call them, help. <laughs> There's supporting roles. There's supporting uh, roles. Yeah. That I was like, I don't like what I just said. That's wrong. We have supporting roles because every role is a big role. Um, We, we really value everyone who took interest to, to auditioning for these roles because they are huge important characters that really drive the story so um why don't Tessa you tell them a little bit um you can what do you think should we tell them about the kind of the characters that were the characters that we're first casting for or do you want to talk through the kind of audition process first and what you've been doing as either from the producer side of things Well, let me begin by kind of explaining if you guys um, are newer listeners and you haven't been along with us on our sync journey. Um, So this is our first feature, micro budget, non-union. So we decided not to attach like name talent um, to this one. So Carolina and I are starring in the film. Um, And then as she mentioned, these roles that we're casting right now are for the supporting characters. Um, So the other major players, uh, basically. And, you know, we have a lot of actor friends 
but we really wanted to open this up to the entire community and, you know, really see what kind of talent we could find. And it's been really cool because we've seen some really, really great actresses. Um, I personally already have a couple of favorites out of the videos that I've seen, um, but we decided to open this up for about a month. That way we could put it out on backstage is what we decided to go with. And I'll explain more about that. Um, and give everybody the opportunity, give everybody the time, and also share with our community, like our actual just personal friends <laughs> and our followers on social media and everything. So that's how we kind of started the process. And I guess I'll jump into, yeah, why we chose Backstage. Um, originally, I was looking at, at Breakdown Express, um, and which is also known as Actors Access, in case you guys weren't aware, it's the same thing. And it didn't allow me to have a breakdown this early when we're not filming until July. I forget exactly what their timeline was, but it was something like it could only be like two months ahead of that filming or something right. like that. Yeah. Um, which, you know, hey, we could have just fudged the dates if need be, but that just gets confusing for everybody. So we decided to go with Backstage instead, which allows you, you don't have to have a membership. You would, can just pay like for that specific breakdown. I think it was about $50. Um, so that was great for us because we really wanted to cast these roles as far ahead of time as we could so that we could get our costume designer started. Um, so that being said, it is currently February. So we're hoping to have these roles cast by the end of the month, beginning of next month to shoot in July. Ooh. <laughs> yes I think um we just found we it's it's a tricky thing onboarding crew and cast members so in advance because you know everyone is set on wanting to know the dates and exactly everything but I think as the producer on the producer side of things you know if you're able to have some sort of time frame to give to people that always helps because things can happen because um, we're, you know, less than six months away now. But it's getting to that time and people can start to kind of block off their calendars and you can start to see like who can be available. And as Tessa said, for our costume designer, that's really important too. So we can get fittings in. And then, of course, ultimately, Tessa and I would love to, you know, do rehearsals and, and table reads. So those all kind of fit into a timeline. And if you think about it, and you don't want to rush things and um, we can't say it enough, but being overly prepared, especially when you don't have all the shooting dates, like all the time in the world to film, I mean, and, and um, need to really be, you need to be really meticulous with your prep. So that goes down to the acting, the really knowing your script, planning shots. And I think uh, it's, it's smart that and it can feel overwhelming that we're starting like so far in advance but it really isn't if you think about it like it totally is a great time to begin this process and um yeah to have a month even just to like really get all the submissions and sort through it I mean props to to Tessa for taking the lean on that it's it's a lot of work so why Tessa um you why don't you tell us a little bit about you know now that you put up those um those roles what kinds of things have you been seeing are there any do's and don'ts for those who have been um responding back and maybe start with like 
is it have you been getting a lot of people just submitting their reels versus like what was asked for on the breakdown talk to us a little bit about you know just following instructions and yeah. the importance of it um, before that, I do want to mention too, before I forget, um, since you were talking about the fact that we don't have exact dates set for, sh- for the shoot, mm-hmm. we just have a timeline. Um, something that I really wanted to put out on the breakdown is, you know, we don't have dates set. We will be shooting in July. Please let me know if there's any dates in July that you know you're absolutely not available for. Because yeah. as someone whose schedule changes literally day to day, um, you know, we understand that people that's going to change, you know, and it could very well, we could cast someone and then all of a sudden they book something bigger and now they got to leave for the whole month of July or whatever, you know? Um, so personally, what I'm going to be doing is choosing the people that I, that we want to cast and then essentially having an unofficial understudy for each role as well. Um, I'm not going to let that other act. Yes. I'm not going <laughs> to let that other actor know that um, because, you know, I don't want to get someone's hopes up and then they're prepping and then we don't need them. However, I'm going to have in the back of my mind, okay, these are the girls that if our first choice isn't able to make the shoot dates when we set those, we'll move on to this one. Because you see that happen all the time. I mean, me as well as my friends have gotten cast for things that their actor didn't work out, you know, and it's a last minute, hey, I remember your audition. Are you willing to jump in? Um, So that's just a little (laughs) pro tip. Um, But yeah, so to jump right in, um, I wanted to make sure, because I'm an actor, because I look at these audition breakdowns all the time, that I was giving the actor as much information as I possibly could. Um, However, (laughs) because I'm seeing one side of it and I haven't done this before. I wasn't seeing what they were seeing. So I wasn't sure how much of the information they were getting. Um, For example, I had put um, in the breakdown like setup that it was going to end at the end of the month. And I don't think that they were seeing that. Um, So they weren't sure what their deadline was. And I was getting tons of emails every day asking what the deadline for the tape was and had to respond to each of them individually. Um, so now when I send them that first message that requests a self tape, I'm also adding that in. So just make sure that you as the casting director are giving the actors as much information ahead of time as you can, because you are not going to have to reply to each individual email. Um, and you know, that goes as far as like description of the character, description of the scene, like give them as much as you can to work with, you know, because, I was seeing a few tapes that I felt that the acting was good, but they weren't getting what was happening in the scene, you know, and were giving kind of the wrong vibe to it, Um, which is just, you know, that's why I miss in-person auditions as an actor, because then you can get that redirect that you just had no idea, you know, Um, but still keeping them on the list because they were good actors, obviously. Um, So that's kind of the setup of, how to prepare, you know, like give, give your actor as much as you can so they can prepare so they can know what you need from them. Um, also I was a little unclear when I was first doing it of if they were seeing the attached sides so that they would be able to submit a self tape from the very beginning. Um, it was a little confusing to me the way backstage kind of words things, they call it a pre-screen, but that is different from a self tape. I don't know. It's a little confusing. Um, But 
essentially what you can do is you can either ask them for that upfront or you can just ask them to send you, you know, the reel or whatever kind of video they have attached. And then once you start going through those, you can kind of do your preliminary, okay, definitely don't want this person. Okay, this person's a possibility, et cetera. The people that you kind of pass to the next round, so to speak, you can then specifically request a self-tape from them. Um, which I think is fair because, you know, as an actor, if you're just submitting for an audition, you're you're not even to the level of like actually getting the audition yet. It is it can be kind of a waste of somebody's time to ask them for a self-tape that that far ahead in, in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it. I get why it's set up that way. And that was something that I had to learn <laughs> through the process. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that kind of allows you to weed out some people that you definitely don't feel are fit for the role from the very beginning. Mm. Um, Yeah. So those are kind of a few tips on the casting side of how to set it all up. Um, And then being open-minded, I think is really important because Carolina and and I had had certain um, qualifications for each of the actresses that we wanted. And now I'm seeing other actresses that don't match that, but I really like them for the role. Um, So I think being open-minded for that, as well as, like I said, you know, not being stuck in what you know is going on in the scene versus being open to seeing their talent, you know, because again, they're not getting the direction. So, you know, just being open-minded with that, I think is very important. Hi, friends. I'm David Berman. And for 16 years, I performed over 300 fake autopsies on CSI. Crime Scene Investigation. And I'm John Wellner, and I too was on CSI for 12 years, playing the toxicologist Henry Andrews. John and I are so excited to introduce CS I Love You, a podcast dedicated to all things CSI, both the show, but more importantly, we'll talk to the heroic criminalists behind America's favorite crime drama. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about murder, mayhem, and mystery. It's CS I Love You. Um, from the actor side, please, please, please read directions, read all of the directions. Um, that's a huge pet peeve of mine, not just with this process, but in general is when people don't read the entire email or post or whatever, because I am very meticulous about putting as much detail on there as I possibly can and just explaining it all for people. Mm -hmm. Um, so yes, please, please, please read everything. And, you know, if casting is asking for something specific, um, we didn't really need to with this process, but sometimes, you know, they'll say, please include, you know, a specific slate or whatever. Like, just make sure you are including all of that and doing it the way they want you to do it. Because you have to remember, casting is going through hundreds and hundreds, if not more, submissions. You know, so for us to have to, like, reach out again to request something different, like, it's it's a process. Please do not make it any harder. (laughs) Um, Another thing I want to mention, which I didn't really think about until being in this process is please don't (laughs) provide them with more than they need. Um, For instance, there's no need to send me an email telling me you've submitted your tape when I'm going to see on the submission that it's there. Um, And I get it. It's, you know, people wanting to reach out and have that human connection. But again, it's like casting already has so much work on their plate. I don't need to check 50 extra emails. 
Um, so I think it's fair, you know, if you, if there's a space for submission note, for instance, if you want to include something in there again, don't just put high, you know, like (laughs) you don't need to just like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's, if it's unnecessary, don't do it. But if there's something, you know, like, Oh, um, available the whole month of July, except for this week or something like that. Great. Um, but yeah, don't, don't contact casting more than you need to because they've already got a ton on their plate. Um, that has been exhausting. (laughs) Um, yeah. So those are kind of, I think the big tips that I wanted to point out on both sides. Um, and, oh, I want to mention also that, like I said, we've put these breakdowns out on backstage, but we also realize not everybody has a backstage account. Um, so like I said, we're sharing it with our email subscribers as well as our social media, as well as you guys listening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody wants to audition and, um, so keeping track of all of that, that's what I wanted to get to, um, because, you know, now we are getting emails from people that aren't able to submit on backstage that are sending in their tapes that way and, you know, DMs and all that sort of stuff. Keeping all of that organized is really important. Um, and we are going to be working with a friend of ours, Sushi. She's been a guest on the show before, and she's going to help us a little bit with casting as well. So I'm going to create kind of a folder of all of that to share with her. Um, because yeah, I would hate for anybody's audition to just kind of get lost, you know? Um, so I think that's something to think of as well, because again, it's like, you're going to be doing so much. You're going to be viewing so many videos, et cetera, et cetera. Keep yourself organized if you're choosing to accept auditions from multiple places. Um, something else too, I had spoken to Carolina is that I am keeping a folder of submissions that were referrals from friends. Um, because I think that that's a really great thing. You know, if, if my friend is recommending this actor because they've worked with her before, then I know she's going to be easy to work with. I know she's going to be professional because I trust that friend that recommended her. And, you know, so that, that really goes a long way. Well, and that's also why we are doing the extended outreach on our social media. We love working with people that we know and trust. So if there's, you know, we've had quite a few people that we've had either on our show or just have meetings in the past with and followed their work over the years. That's what's really exciting for us is um, using our platform to like, yeah, cast our friends. Um, And that's what we've always said on the show. Like as soon as you start making work and you're following other people and you get involved in each other's projects as an actor, that is like the best way to get casted. So that's why it's super important to um, build a community, a filmmaker community who are not just actors, but writers, directors, producers, because when the time like now comes, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see other actors that we now know, like from the past, come through and want to submit for our project. And we definitely, you know, those are the kind of connections that can put you at the top of the hiring list, you know? So I think that's just um, another exciting part of this process for us is, again, to give more opportunities to the the female ladies, actors of our, of our femme fam, a chance. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that goes, you know, beyond acting. I know that's kind of what we're concentrating on in this episode. But Absolutely. 
Yeah, like so much of our crew has been people that we've worked with in the past or people that they've recommended. And, you know, when you work with your friends, everybody benefits because chances are they'll give you a deal. You know, like we we have mentioned before, it's very important for us to still pay our whole crew. But, you know, maybe they're working for below their day rate or whatever. Um, maybe they can get get us some extra equipment. Um And it's, you know, once you start building a community wherever you are, it just snowballs. For instance, I was in a friend's wedding yesterday and happened to be at a table with a producer that I had spoke to before and she wants us to send her our script, you know, so you never know like where these connections are going to come from. Yeah, it's cool to just see things that conversations you've had with someone like years ago, like, you know, reignited in that way. So just always staying like professional but like just you know being a wonderful human to like connect with in general I think yeah it goes a long way as what you were saying Tessa and just uh, we are so excited and and Sushi by the way is officially a producer now on sync so um yeah that's why she's helping out now with casting gonna help us solidify location and it's just really exciting because I've been on a couple of her projects now and it's just awesome to welcome her on the team. So we just love it. Yay. <laughs> it's yes. the best. So I think that's kind of going to be the meat of this episode, but I do want to go into some stuff about auditions. So if you're an actor listening and you've already heard a million episodes and taken a million classes on auditions, go ahead and skip this part. <laughs> if you are an inexperienced actor or you just want to get some more insight, I'm going to talk about auditions now. Um, So most of the auditions at this point have moved to self-tapes, right? I know for us, like as an actor, I really miss having in-person auditions. Like I said, you get that redirection. You get to like, as casting, you get to kind of feel that actor's vibe. Like who are, what are they like as a person? You know, are they going to be easy to work with? That sort of thing. Um, But (laughs) there was no way we were going to be able to fit that into our schedule. Um, So self-tapes does make it a lot more convenient for everybody. Um, with self-tapes, some tips as an actor, um, make sure your sound is really good. Um, and I'm not saying you have to have a professional microphone or anything like that, but make sure you're in a quiet room. Make sure it's not super echoey. I had that issue with a few people. Um, and you know, it's certainly not a make or break issue, but if I can hear you better, (laughs) it's going to benefit everybody, especially because, you know, some people have accents, for instance, or speech impediments or anything like that, that it's like, if I can't realize that ahead of time, that could really create a problem. I could think I want to cast you and then be like, oh, that doesn't work for that character, you know? So that's super important. Also, um, I know casting a lot of times talks about lighting and I've seen so many interviews and stuff where it's kind of people go back and forth on it. You know, they say it's super important and whatever. Here's the thing. Again, it's like, make sure I can see you clearly. Um, I know sometimes like people's internet maybe is, you know, affects it. So the video is not great or it's a little blurry or like whatever. Just try to set yourself up for success when it comes to that as much as you can. I don't need a professional backdrop behind you. I mean, sure, it looks great. I don't need, you know, specific lighting that's going to be like dramatic. So it's coming from this way and whatever. I just want to make sure I can see you clearly. Um, For instance, with these auditions, there's one character that has a very subtle like 
kind of twitch to simplify it. Um, and some of the actresses did it, some didn't, um, but that stands out to me, you know, wow. and it's such a subtle thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a subtle thing that it's like, if you are too far away from the camera or it's not enough light that I can see you clearly or whatever, I'm going to totally miss it, you know? So setting yourself up for success in that way is super important. Um, another thing is a lot of actors ask if, um, if it should be memorized. I always recommend memorizing it. And I understand sometimes people get auditions last minute or they're too busy or whatever, but it really allows me to see what you're going to be like on the actual set. You know, um, I want to make sure that you can memorize. I want to make sure that you're connecting with me, like looking, you know, at the camera or looking at the reader, um, and not just like looking off to the side all the time, like trying to remember your lines, you know? Um, so yes, I highly recommend memorizing, especially something like this where it's like, you got plenty of time. <laughs> um, and another thing is sooner is always better. Um, for us, since I'm not the only one going through them, I've kind of just, I haven't really looked at a lot of the tapes yet, so I'm going to wait for Sushi as well to go through it with us. But if it were just me, I would probably be going through all of them as they come in so I can eliminate more people quicker and just get the job done, right? Mm -hmm. um, so yes, our deadline isn't till the end of the month, but it is helpful to send in your tapes ahead of time. Because the other thing is, again, casting's going through hundreds of submissions. We're getting tired by the end of it. Like... To be quite honest, and I know this isn't fair, but you're probably going to have a better chance if you get those tapes in early because we're going to be a little bit more forgiving. <laughs> yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. So those are some some big tips for self-tapes. Um, and again, don't give them more than they ask for. You know, if we want two takes, give us two takes. Don't give us five. If we want you to slate your name only, you don't need to tell me your height and location and age and all of those things. You know, make sure you're giving us what we need, exactly what we're asking for, and not more than that. Um, because the other thing is, with the actual audition self-tapes, like I'm going to watch the whole thing. But when people are just first submitting to even get the audition and they're sending me their reels and everything... I don't think I've watched more than 30 seconds of anybody's, to be quite honest. You can tell pretty quickly. And I mean, that I might be skipping around through right. the reels, so I'm seeing different scenes, but you can tell pretty quickly if somebody can act or not, you know? So um, just, yeah, be, be aware with that of what you're sending casting is they're probably not going to watch a whole video. So for instance, for your reel, make sure you're putting like your best stuff up front. Because that's probably all that I'm going to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, it's like, it, we know it's not fair, but that's just how it works. You know, production is a go, go, go kind of business and casting are busy people. So it's kind of all that we have time for. Um, but that being said, I do also suggest that people send multiple videos when they first submit. Because, you know, if you have um, a comedy reel and a drama reel or, you know, multiple different things like that. Or maybe you are a martial artist or something. Like, send me a clip of that too, because you never know what we might need, 
you know, and so it's just better to have that there without overwhelming us all with like a five minute long reel. Just send those little clips because then it's all there in your submission. It's not like you're emailing it to me separately. It's categorized. Have to, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. And like, yeah, it's I think something you learn as an actor to not take personally, um, but just set yourself better up for success just by doing exactly. those few things. Um Oh, and speaking of not yeah. taking things personally, too, um, don't take it personally if you don't get a response from casting. I know a lot of actors are like, oh, I've been waiting around to hear if I got cast for that. And like, I wish they would just tell me. And it's like, again, we are busy people. We have so many submissions to go through. I'm sorry, but I'm not reaching out to everyone who didn't get the part. So please do not take that personally, actors. You're probably only going to hear from us if we have a question or we want to cast you. And we do appreciate so, so much all of your submissions and all of your hard work. But again, it's just, you know, we're not in a business that we have time to send thank you cards. <laughs> so just don't take it personally as an actor. And also, you know, I would recommend in general... Unless it's a really big project that you think you have a really good chance on, don't hold those dates. I know so many people get so disappointed because they're holding dates for something that they haven't even gotten correspondence with. Like, you know, know that, okay, this is shooting in July, so let me make sure I, you know, don't take my vacation that month or whatever. But, like, don't not take work because you're waiting around to hear if you've been cast in something. I think that's just good advice. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Especially if you haven't had any correspondence from us. So I think that's, it's a really good point. We're just here to empower you guys any way we yeah. can. So if you have submitted to us, thank you. We appreciate you. And, you know, and if you want to, by the way, there's still time when this episode comes out. Um, and you can head over to, is it backstage.com slash sync? Yes, there are some fun numbers listed after that. So we'll link it in the show notes. Um, but I'm sure you could probably search sync and it will come up in yeah. the backstage search. Yeah, mm -hmm. I figured. So yeah. definitely go to backstage.com, search sync, but we'll also list the URL link in our show notes. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for, for showing interest if you are submitting. And yeah, again, if, even if, you, if you're if you able to make a good impression on us, um, we, of course, are always hoping to make more movies in the future. And we have friends who are in film. So we, will, we definitely are going to keep note of that. Like, don't you forget it. And, you know, we do need background. We do need these things. So it's a... It's you never know what you might end up hearing from us for. It could be a background even for this project or like small, like there's still some like very small little moments that could potentially need an actor for. And if not, there's like, yeah, other opportunities. So, you know, it's never a waste of time. It's a, it's a chance for you to exercise your God-given talents, you talented bitches. And um, <laughs> just cut. Just cut me out. Um, oh, no, I wanna... I'm going that shit in. <laughs> and I promise, even though I'm having a margarita right now because I am stressed. <laughs> See, this is what casting does to us. Oh, my god! This is what life does to us. <laughs> well, you know what's even better than a margarita, though, is Magic Mind. And yes, I'm about to take I... a shot of that. <laughs> Literally <laughs> just got it out of the fridge, you guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, it has like 
ashwagandha in it. So I was just speaking about being stressed and that is an ingredient that reduces stress. There's also lion's mane mushrooms and matcha and a whole other bunch of mushrooms, but it doesn't taste like <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, it actually tastes really good, which is a big thing for me. Like I'll start so many different health drinks and then just never drink them again because I don't like how they taste. Mm. <laughs> you know, that this actually tastes good. And it's just one little shot, you guys. You don't have to mix it. You don't have to put it in a blender. It's just easy, portable, on the go. Like I usually just drink one right when I get up and I'm good to go all day because that's what's really nice about it is like it gives you that energy, but it doesn't give you the crash of caffeine or like the anxiety jitters because it's got that nice balance of like matcha, which has less caffeine than coffee and actually also reduces stress Mm. with things like ashwagandha, which we mentioned in Sync the Film. Just want to point that out. (laughs) So it's great for filmmakers, people on the go, people that are busy and need that energy all day, but don't have time to like sit down and make a shake. Yeah, no, you can literally bring this onto set with you. It's just this tiny little bottle. So how perfect is that in your fanny pack? Let's go. Yes. <laughs> well, the Magic Mind team created a super awesome offer for us to give with you to give to you guys. Um, you are going to get up to fifty percent off with your first subscription in the next ten days, and twenty percent off your one-time purchase with the code FEMREGARD. So that's F E M M E R E G A R D, and you can get it at MagicMind.co/FEMREGARD. Redeem the discount code, but hurry up. The 50% discount lasts only 10 days from this episode airing date. Oh my gosh. No, I'm actually so excited about Sync, guys. It's been going so well. The pre-production has been so, like, it's a lot of work, but it's exciting. I love building teams. I love putting the creative pieces together. And we're going to have a full episode by the end of the season about all of that. So stay tuned. Um, But we're going to wrap this one up so we can go into our exclusive Patreon portion of the episode. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this margarita. We're going to wrap this episode up. But, yeah, stay tuned for the end of the season where we are going to do a deeper dive into our pre-production process so far. And, yeah, I'm, I'm very pumped for it. Very pumped for it. Yes. And to wrap up, I also want to mention, um, like we said, we've shared, of course, the backstage posting with our social media and all of that. The first people to hear about it were the subscribers to our newsletter. So if you are not subscribed yet, you can either follow the link in our bio on social media or you can go to our website, femregard.com. A little pop up will happen as soon as you jump on the page. Just put in your email and we promise we won't spam you. We send out about a monthly newsletter or if something extra is going on. Um, but yeah, they were a lot of times those subscribers are the first people to hear about any exciting news. And we give away like codes for discounts and tell them about classes and all kinds and of events. Stuff. Um, yeah. So definitely subscribe because it's the best way to get kind of the, the news from us. And it was a great way for us to jumpstart our, our audition process. So yeah, thanks for those who have been sending us referrals and, and people that way. We love you, fam. 
All right, fam. Well, we are just giving you all the tea and greens on this episode today. So stay tuned for our guest episodes coming out later this month. And then our solo production episode to wrap up the season. So we're so excited to continue to share our filmmaking process with you. Please subscribe, um, rate this podcast uh we are literally everywhere but that goes such a long way and let us know if you have any questions feel free to dm us on social media at femregard and follow sync at sync the movie all right guys take care go make your movies we love you thanks for listening to femregard podcast if you like what you hear tune in every friday for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals we can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and review. You can also join the Fem Fam on Patreon. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 